and then if, of course if you had the cruise pit thing then you'd have parts where you know brad pitt is eating rats to stay alive <laughs> and he was, he'd be interviewed by christian slater <laughs> welcome to sincast presented by cinema sins Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And uh, today we're going to be doing a mini pod. Ferrari pod? Yeah, that's about it. That's about <laughs> as good as you're going to get. Uh, of uh, Ford v. Ferrari. V. Which Ferrari. is weird because we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. It makes it sound like there was some sort of court case. And maybe there was, but maybe. like... There, there's no court case in this movie. No, not at all. This isn't like Roe versus Wade or this Roe is, v. Wade. Right. So this is this is Ford versus Ferrari in the uh, the game of uh, trying to win Le Mans. Yes. The uh, 24 hours of 24 Le Mans. hour race, which I didn't realize that even existed. No, and that's one thing I think I I don't know. If, I think you're kind of in the same boat as me. I I know nothing about racing. Mm-hmm. I've never. I'm not a racing fan nothing about racing really interests me i'm not even a car person no i'm i'm definitely not um i've I've been around a lot of people who love nascar and stuff like that and yeah me too well we're uh, in the south and yeah and well you know it's funny uh i was uh out i was out at a bar in nashville um one night and uh somebody struck up a conversation with me and said hey you watching that race tomorrow and i was like here we are we're in the south blah 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 i was like I was like, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not much into racing and stuff. And he goes, you're from the South, man. It's like he's <laughs> like, I'm from L. A. Um, I mean, I guess it's got to be universally it's loved, definitely or, it or it wouldn't be loved. that. It wouldn't be as big as it is. It's definitely but. universally loved, but uh, I, I'm not. I'm not on that. On that thing, I. I don't. I, I do have that sort of like. It feels like all. All I'm watching is people turning left. Yes. A whole bunch. That's what. What it seems like to me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like any sport in the sense that, like, if you're just not. If you're not getting into it more than the surface level, it's really just it's it, it's something I don't I just I'm not engaging with it for whatever reason, like I am a baseball game or a, a football game or something. So but obviously people do. So. The last uh, big racing movie that I remember coming out was Rush. The yes. Ron Howard, which I, I really like that. It's movie. a it's a it's a very good movie. And it arguably it's I mean, it's it's, it's one, one of his, Ron Howard's best. It's yeah. one of his best. And I don't think very many people saw it when it came no. out. And I don't know how many people have seen it since, but when it came on like HBO or something like yeah. that, I used to watch it all the time. Such a good movie. Yeah, it's one of those that definitely it seems to get brought up a lot as like an underappreciated, especially if people are talking about Ron Howard or they're talking about Chris Hemsworth or maybe just talking about movies from the last decade. It's definitely one of those. So I still think not enough people have seen it. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. No, it's really good. Yeah. So Ford v Ferrari. Uh, stars Matt Damon and Christian Bale. We got a James Mangold movie. Yes. Uh, Mangold. If you had a discernible style out of Mangold, what would you say it is? I yeah. I was trying to think about that because he's actually he's a really interesting filmmaker. Like he's he's done films that are just like all over the map. Like mm-hmm. I mean, from Logan, Walk of the Line. Yeah. You know, um, heavy, and which I guess heavy was kind of probably his early one, but that, that um, seems like to me to be the main. Uh, maybe that's not a style, but maybe a uh, a 
some sort of uh, trademark of his is that he likes to go into the small town, small, small, yeah, uh, small town life. Maybe you know, I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to, it is hard to pin him down. Well, he definitely, I think he definitely likes characters that are kind of on the outskirts, mm-hmm. like uh, like you have with Bale, especially Bell's character in this movie. But Logan fits that. Uh, Copland definitely, yeah. You know, with the Stallone character, and even like he did Girl Interrupted. I mean, even yeah. that, you know, you have. So I, I and uh, I Walk the Line, obviously Johnny Cash is. Mm-hmm. So so maybe if anything, maybe I would throw something like that in there. Now I don't know what you get from Kate and Leopold, but um, yeah, who, yeah, who, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, this is uh, it. So it stars Christian Bale, Matt Damon. Christian Bale plays uh, a a racer named Ken Miles who um, has been always sort of like on the fringes of making it big. Yeah. But he's such a bad, like, politician, essentially. Yeah. That he's never been able to, like, bullshit his way into, like, a big uh, sponsorship. Yeah, he sounds like that guy that, like, if you were really into racing, like, you would know who he was. Yes. But if you were just kind of a casual fan like he's definitely not going to pop up like a you know like a i can't even think of anybody else like a richard Ke- like kelly or well, that's not richard petty mm-hmm. yeah yeah richard <laughs> kelly this is how much i know about racing. donnie darko director um, richard kelly. you know or like uh you know dale earnhardt or something yeah, yeah. he's never going to be in that kind of top but i think people knew who he was yeah. if, if you were really into the sport yeah and he's obviously like the the nerdy but like asshole nerdy kind of guy where he's yeah. telling he's telling he works at a at a an auto shop and one of the first scenes is a guy coming in about his car and then and then uh, ken tells him that he's driving his car incorrectly yeah and he, he should get a different car yeah like what is he like is it a plymouth or something yes. that he recommends yes. that he goes and gets yes <laughs> And, uh, and and then and then you get to see the guy drive off, and surely enough, he cannot drive he's that awful. car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you have Carol Shelby, who is a guy who he dabbled in racing, but mainly his thing is is making cars. Yeah, that's his main business, and he's got a business that's the Shelby American. Yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, and and so he's sort of renowned for building cars. And in fact, there's like a tossed off line somewhere where it said Steve McQueen as wanting one of one of his yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. So they didn't get they didn't get deeply into that whole like yeah. he must be building cars for celebrities, but they do throw that line in there. Yeah, because he's like, and I didn't really completely understand that bit where like those people were going to buy that car, but and he's wanted them to do the paperwork and make the payment, but he wasn't actually going to sell them the car. Yeah, I what? don't I don't know either. I think that I think this is just me talking out of my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is the idea that you have gotten somebody to want a car so badly. Yeah. That by the end of it, when you say, I can't give you this car, I've already promised it to Steve yeah. McQueen, they'll either buy that car in advance or they'll buy another car yeah, that's on yeah, the yeah, lot, yeah. which that's I think is true. the main the main thing. Buy another car on the lot because they don't want to leave empty handed is, is sort of the Gotcha. Yeah, that's probably right. Sort of the tactic I yeah. think is being made there. But um uh yeah, so he's a car maker. Uh, Miles is a is a driver. He's a you know he's a gearhead, all that type of thing. Um meanwhile you have uh Ford mm-hmm. led by the great uh tracy letts uh, yeah playing playing yeah. henry ford the second in this yeah uh 
the more and more I see uh, Tracy Letts, the more I'm like, I got to see everything this guy's ever, (laughs) ever done. Um, But uh, what is it you really like him from, though? uh, Well, he's great in uh, The Big Short. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's he's got a small part in there. But even in that that small part in there, he's got that great moment with Christian Bale. Yeah. uh, Where... Where Bale said, like, you know, I'm not going to let anybody have their money back until this, this, all this has gone through and everything. And yeah, Tracy Letts yeah, is yeah. Like, it's like, give me back, give me my money back. <laughs> give me my money back, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, he's, and uh, I've seen him in a ton of other things. Yeah. And, well, he was in, uh, yeah, he did the, he was in The Center, which was, uh, which was a really good show. He had a bit of, he's in Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in uh, Homeland. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, he's definitely he's a he's an interesting guy, and he's he nails this role. Like he's yeah. he's perfect as that kind of like head of a you know a, a big corporation, and mm. you know, and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So. so he has thrown out he's thrown down the gauntlet at his own company. He stops production in the middle of a factory yeah. to to tell everybody that. They need to come up with an idea to beat Chevy is what their main is. What yeah, their, is yeah. their competitor there to to beat Chevy or everybody? It's, it's basically the Alec Baldwin, Glengarry Glen Ross thing where they're like one person gets their keep their, mm-hmm. keep their job. Everybody else can just stay home. Uh, but uh, Joe Bernthal plays Lee Iacocca in this. And his idea is to take on Ferrari mm-hmm. in the racing uh, arena. And because because now people the the pitch is uh kids born after world war ii are now Mm -hmm. able to drive uh they have more money than any kids has ever had before and they like to see these cool cars like james bond drives yeah 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 and this is what the kind of car that they these would be these would be the boomers right these would be who we're making fun of. oh yeah these are the boomers uh causing problems yeah oh yeah uh, no but yeah no that was uh that's a good i love john i love is it bernthal joe yeah, bernthal, yeah, yeah. Joe, uh, it's john bernthal john bernthal yeah, yeah. i love john bernthal um he's one of those i don't I, it's like i every time i see him he just i don't know i just really like him a lot i don't think he gets enough work although he's in a lot of stuff oh but, he's he gets plenty of work yeah, but, but like yeah you may i mean you may he may not just get enough credit for yeah maybe that yeah. maybe that's what i'm saying yeah like he's i mean because he obviously he was he's the punisher on the yeah. on the netflix series he's he was, in wolf of wall street yeah he was in the first couple seasons of walking dead he's in baby driver mm-hmm. he just seems to get to be in these really cool projects and he always stands out in them, and he's he's really good here, as are most people in this movie. Yeah, but so that's that. that so his idea is to take on Ferrari, and so the whole movie at this point is uh, Ford sort of their internal fighting about what what they should yeah. do. Um, them trying to uh, acquire Ferrari at one point, and. Um, and then finally building a car that can beat Ferrari yeah. at Le Mans. And of course, because of these two stories have to converge, they call on Carol and Ken yeah. to do these to, to help them out. So anyway, that's the main story. I want to get into spoilers here in a minute, but what is your grade for this? Um, I really like this movie. Yeah. Uh, I had I had I mean, from beginning to end, I had a blast. There's one character in this movie that bugs me just because he's so generic and maybe we'll wait till spoilers okay. to talk about that but jo- the Josh Lucas character yeah, is, yeah, the, yeah. is the one not to get too deep into it um he he I don't know he was just a little too sketched out I know me. what you mean yeah 
Uh, but everything else about this movie, I like uh, Damon and Bale. I want to see them in everything now together. <laughs> I know. They, I mean, I because I, I, this is the first thing as far as I know. I think it is. Okay, I was uh, racking yeah. my brain during yeah. this whole thing trying to figure but out. But they just, and, and part of this is they're just really good actors. Uh, but they just, I mean, they seem like, they seem exactly like they're supposed to be in the movie. Like, they're really good friends, but they also butt heads all the time. I mean, they just, they just, they nail that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they're, they're so good and they're, they're, you know, they're the 99% of this movie. So that obviously makes the movie very watchable. Uh, actually, last night I actually tweeted out a little non-spoiler thing where I just said Ford, Ford v. Ferrari is a crowd pleaser. And I mean that in the best way possible. And then Aaron Dicer actually commented on that and said, isn't it so nice when, a movie presents itself as something and you actually get everything out of it that you wanted, you know? And I think that's the perfect way to say this movie. I mean, maybe, I mean, you know, I've, I've, I've read where some people have called this like a meat and potatoes movie. I think there's a little more to it than that. Like, I think there's probably a little more meat on the bone, no pun intended than, Mm -hmm. than, you know, maybe people are giving it credit for. So, uh, I'm coming in with an A minus. I'm not quite to an A just because like I said, that the Josh Lucas thing really bothers me. And I, I just don't know that there's enough uniqueness there mm-hmm. to take it to that level. Um, I mean, this feels very much like a, like a, almost like a kind of like a Rocky movie or something like that. You know, we've definitely seen this before, mm-hmm. but it's, but but what but but it's done so so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, maybe it's a little long. But I don't even know what I would cut. I just I just had a good time from beginning to end. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an A minus. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm going A here. Um, awesome. The um, I I agree with you about the Josh Lucas character. It's one of the. I mean, I I have some struggles sometimes when I'm watching movies where I'm like, do I not like the actor or do I not like the character? And if yeah. I don't like the character. Do I hate the movie because we're supposed to not like this character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I, I, I've seen enough of these people to know that these people exist. They and, definitely do. And I've dealt with them at Regal. Yeah. a lot. So like, yes, I, I felt like yes, I don't like this guy. I think yes, he is generic, but he's also somebody that I see a lot. And uh, he plays it perfectly. I wish Josh Lucas over the years could have had a little bit. He seemed to have more of a career, like a big. Yeah. Like he was going to be a big star at one point. I yeah. Think. I mean, I think that like was... anything else, maybe it's just choices he made. Like, I don't think Poseidon did him any favors. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, but no, he's no, he's good. Like, don't get me wrong. I didn't have an issue with Helm. It was just the the way they the way they did the character, I guess. Um I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it just felt it felt like the movie didn't necessarily like I just feel like movies insert like this villainous role that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when we already have Ferrari as, you know, just from the title, like Ferrari is essentially like the antagonist. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like the movie just felt they had to just put this other character in here just to kind of. uh uh, you know, make you know, uh, just make things difficult for our two main characters, mm-hmm. and at time, I don't know. So that was, but it's very, it's very little. I mean, it's very little of a negative because obviously I'm still coming in at a minus. I mean, I love the movie. Yeah, so, I mean that the the I mean that is part of it, right? Ford is a is a huge American yeah, brand. Yeah, and they're they think of they think about things that are are 
you know, they don't think about the prize. They think about, you know, what things look like a lot of times and what, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So uh, I was able to forgive that, even if I don't even know if I'm forgiving it more than just I hear saying you. whatever. It's it's good. But uh, let's uh, let's go on to the spoilers for for this. Cool. Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Sose. He's Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's, She's the sister and the daughter. She's they just no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. There, I mean, there aren't. As again, we're at, we're we're dealing with mm -hmm. a, a real story here. I think that uh, a lot of this probably didn't happen, especially some of the things that we saw in the movie yeah. that are like big crowd pleasing yeah. moments. We didn't that didn't actually happen. Uh, I, I, for instance, I highly doubt there's a scene that I actually, I was like, Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, where, where Carol, uh, takes a lug nut of some sort and like drops it <laughs> <Yeah>. by the <laughs> Ferrari people. Yeah. And then the Ferrari people look and they're like, Oh, did we not put that back yeah. on his car? Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, stuff like that, you know, but it, they're, they're the little crowd pleasing moments. We get that. Yeah. Like when he's, and when he steals the, uh, what does he steal? Stopwatches from them? Yeah. He steals <laughs> stopwatches. Uh, there's just a lot of little things like that. Maybe, maybe there's some grain of truth to that. I haven't looked yeah. into it enough, but some things you can, you, you're pretty sure, like, I, I'm pretty sure that didn't yeah. happen. I mean, it but. would, if I heard that, like, you know, like, I'm sure there are people that are going to listen to this that are race fans, they might, they'll know more than us. And please comment, please mm -hmm. let us know. But if, if I hear, like, maybe that is, like, you know, people in the pit crew fucking with each other, like, I wouldn't be shocked. But yeah, like, well, that actually happened. I don't know. Well, like, you know? It, like you're saying, fucking with each mm -hmm. other, like, maybe he took them. Yeah, but then he showed he gave him the right back or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. In this one, it's just a wholesale stealing of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, you want one? I think they're made in Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a real story. But it, it's, it's so there's not much to spoil. Um, we know that. Uh, let's see where where do we want to get into this? Um, so yeah, so uh, Ford wants to beat Ferrari. Uh, actually, they want to acquire Ferrari at one point because they find out that Ferrari is is bankrupt. Yeah, and uh, so they want to swoop in and buy them, and then uh, and this is the big Lee Iacocca part of it, where <laughs> he's 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 supposed to be the hero of this, and he goes in, he tries to buy them, and meanwhile Fiat wants to buy Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, and we find out the whole thing has been they've they've agreed to meet with Ford just so that Fiat would get yeah. catch wind of it yeah, and yeah, then yeah. drive up the price, uh, and then uh, and so yeah, there's a whole part where Enzo Ferrari go like yeah. tells tells Lee Iacocca that you're you're in a shitty factory and yeah, you, yeah. you build shitty cars and. And uh, and you and you're all sons of whores and all that. And <laughs> yeah. that Henry and that Henry Ford is Henry Ford the second is no Henry Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and everything. Which when Iacocca comes back to tell what happened mm -hmm. at the at the thing, uh, Henry Ford the second's like, uh, so what did he say? And yeah. then he goes through that whole thing. What did he say about yeah. me? He says you're no Henry Ford, and that's the the part that really like yeah, it gets under his skin. Yeah. And uh, and so for a while there, you think Henry Ford II is kind of an advocate for this whole thing. Like first with Lee Iacocca is like, yes, let's make these cars, mm -hmm. whatever the cost. And so they get Carroll Shelby. He's apparently like this one of these preeminent, you know, best, you know, car makers. And Miles is the best kind of driver to to test them out. And they've got a team that they just, you know. So the the idea is to soup up their their. Um, 
is it the GT40 is what it is. Mm-hmm. They want to they want to they have a car that they think is fast, but there's a lot of problems with it. And uh and so like the immediate thing after riding that driving that first one is that it's just too heavy and they just have to take out yeah. weight. That's a great scene by the way where they're both in agreement that it's just a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh and they, they have to take out weight. They yeah. have to do a whole bunch of so there's another part where they put all these little like uh uh strings of some sort all yeah. over it so that they can see how the air is like blowing yeah. them up and they're like okay, you see when they takes this turn this is what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they have to figure out some other things and and finally, they get to the point where it's almost there, but they only have 90 days before yeah. Le Mans. Yeah. Or Le Mans. Uh, they only have 90 days before this. So, uh, just before, and, and this is where Josh Lucas comes in and, and, and does his, I can't remember his character's name. It's like Leo, Leo something. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, Leo Beebe or yeah, Beebe. Leo Beebe. Well, there's the one, there's, there's a, there's a scene early on where he invites, uh, um, Shelby invites Miles to come with him. They're doing that big introduction of the Ford and Shelby, oh, yeah. the Mustang, and Shelby's going to say something. And there's a scene where uh, Beeb and uh, Ken Miles, they don't, Ken and Leo don't know each other, and they have a bit of a confrontation. I mean, Leo's being a complete dick to him mm-hmm. about his kid touching the car and all that crap. Yeah. And then so Ken, of course, pulls a Ken Miles, and he goes off on some rant about how it's a piece of shit car, and he'd rather have this Chevy car. Yeah, Chevelle. And, or Chevelle. And then he's like, and that's a piece of shit car also, yeah. you know. And so obviously, I mean, and I don't know if that's the only reason that, you know, Leo doesn't want to have anything to do with well, him. Well, yeah, I, I think Leo but. has gotten wind that Ken is one of these guys who doesn't know how to speak to people. Yeah. And uh, and that's just sort of the, the movie's way of yeah, saying yeah, yeah. This is, you know, just fully in your face because I don't even know if he knows who they don't even know who they each other is. Yeah, at that point, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until the the Carol shows up and yeah, and uh, and then yeah. So there's a point where they're about to go to Le Mans with the car that isn't completely ready yet, and and Ken's the guy that's going to drive it, but then Leo comes in and says, "No, we don't yeah, want, yeah. we don't want him to come out there." We'll use somebody else. Um, and then there's a, I, I thought this was a good scene too. Ken is at, uh, is in the garage, like fixing cars late yeah, at night, yeah. r- uh, listening to the radio, this 24 hour yeah. race. And, and like every time he hears something happening with the car, he's like, well, that's what this is. And this is what that is. Yeah. 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 And he's like, and then he'll hear, he heard, he hears at one point the car get ahead. And he's like, no, no, that's too soon and yeah. all that so you can see sort of how he and then it just turns into another like wonderful thing when his wife shows up yeah yeah, and yeah. she changes the radio station to some music and they just start dancing and everything's like but she gives a really nice performance oh i love her i don't know how to pronounce her name it's uh kytriona balfe is what i'll say but um I don't know that I had seen her in anything before this. I'm, maybe I had, but um, she's in Escape Plan. Okay, um, and oh, she's she's. It looks like she might be one of the main people in Outlander, which I've never watched. Yeah, um, but uh, I know that's a big thing. So yeah, now you see me. So I guess I have seen her in some stuff, but um, she's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, that's another great relationship in the movie. Is you know her and uh, her and the Christian Bale character. They're married. Yeah, obviously. there's a whole scene where she's wanting to know what he's doing because <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's kind of before he gets in with Carol and everything. He's 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 bankrupt. His uh, 
his uh shop is no longer is the irs has closed it down yeah he's got like some nine to five job bringing a lunch pail to work type of job mm -hmm. and then carol shows up and says you know well i want you to be my test yeah. racer and all that and she doesn't know what's going on, so she like drives recklessly down the street with yeah. him in the car, and and like yeah. like please, you know, you need to tell me what's going on. And he doesn't, he doesn't say it. He doesn't yeah. say it. He doesn't say. It. Finally, they stop the car, and he's like, he's like, okay, okay, I'm <laughs> doing this. I'm test driving this car. And they're like, well, how much does it pay? $200 a day. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, she's like, are you mad? <laughs> like, take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the scene in the, but that scene's a great scene. And then the scene in the, in the hangar where, or the car place where I guess that is kind of a hangar where he's listening to the race. That's one thing why I think this movie has a little more, has a little more heft to it than most movies of this type, because most movies we would go to Le Mans. Yep. And we would watch Matt Damon's reaction mm -hmm. to everything, and we would see the race and how they screwed up. Yeah, and we don't we don't need to see that because no. we're going to see Lamont later in the movie. So that was a that's just a one example and of a tiny thing that they do that just makes this so much more interesting. Yeah, I I totally agree with you on this. This is one of these things the one of the centerpiece scenes of this movie. Where, yes, I was sitting there thinking the same thing. Normally, we just go to Le Mans. Yeah. But then, now all the mystique of Le Mans is, is taken away yeah. at that point. Once we see it happen, and then he goes there later. Yeah. Um, it, it would just be Rocky Three. Most movies yeah. would do it like Rocky Three, where you would see the balboa Clubber lang fight. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then and then you would just watch it again later. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Creed Two for that matter. Right. But, um, that's how most of these types of movies they take that trope and that's what they do with it. And this one does something; it's different enough, and it just it makes it so much better. Mm -hmm. It's it's just crazy, like just one little thing like that, you know. And it just yeah, like you said, the mystique would be gone. Yeah, because when we get to Le Mans, it it's so awesome. Another scene that I loved, and and you know, I don't know. There's there's other movies that would do this scene, and it would be not as good. But Leo comes out and he wants to, I believe, once again, not let Ken Miles drive the car. <laughs> yeah. and this is Daytona that they don't want him to drive at at this point. Daytona at this oh, point. Oh, no, no, no. It is. I'm sorry. It. I believe. I thought it was. Oh, was it Daytona where they were going next? Yes. Okay. Sorry. I apologize. It's the next year. That's right. There and, um, and, or it's the, I don't know if it's the next part of the season. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, Daytona is next. And once again, Leo doesn't want Ken to, ride, to drive the car. Yeah. He comes out to – the whole Ford Brass is coming out yeah. to see this how this car is being is going along. And uh, and so Leo wants to talk to Carol, and Carol go, takes him into his office and then, lo and then locks the <laughs> yeah, door yeah. behind him. <laughs> and uh, and so, so Leo is just sitting there, like, angry and stewing and, like, yelling for people to yeah. get him out. While Carol goes down and gets John, gets uh, Henry, Henry Ford, Ford yeah. into the uh, to the car, and then uh, takes him for a test drive, and uh, and the, and this test drive is insane. Yeah, the I don't know if you remember uh, an old YouTube. Well, it was an old Pepsi commercial with Jeff Gordon. He was dressed up as somebody else. And he would take somebody. Sounds on. familiar. And so Jeff Gordon <laughs> would take would uh, would dress up like complete makeup. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know. And he would take somebody on a test drive, and it would be this insane, yeah, hundred and sixty mile an hour thing. And then by the end of it, he'd be like, "Ha ha, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, Jeff yeah. Gordon." Yeah. And of course, most of the most of the uh, 
effort around that commercial was always about was that real yeah these people could these people had to have known this was really going on but the reactions of everybody seemed very mm-hmm. very very real so they were either great actors whatever it's yeah. good video yeah exactly um so this is exactly what happens with Carol <laughs> driving John. Uh, I want to say John Ford. I know. I hear you. Henry Ford every time, and uh, Henry Ford down this two hundred mile an hour thing, whatever. This is this, this little course they have out there in the airport hangar. Yeah. And by the end, when he finally stops the car, the camera stays on both of them while while Tracy Letts yeah. cries the entire time just breaks down yeah. crying and then finally is like is like i wish my dad were alive yeah. to see this yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh and again most movies they would either say okay we get the point and they would cut a whole bunch to matt damon's reaction and yeah. cut to you know and whatever but they let it stay on there through at least two breakouts of crime. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It's one of those you know repetition makes it funnier yeah, type yeah, of yeah. thing. Um, when at one point you even think he might be laughing, like it's the way they do it. Mm-hmm. Like at least that's what I thought. I mean, I don't know if you're supposed to, but like at one point I was like, is he actually laughing? You know, I think it is kind of both. I, I think he's just overwhelmed. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of both. It's not like crying, like you know, uh, sad crying by yeah, any yeah, yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a tension cry. Uh, for sure it's like it's like it's like an exaggerate it's like when you're on a roller coaster or something and you're mm. just like you know let it just everything comes out of you at once yes yeah uh so that that's another fantastic scene in this and then you know um then there's a there's the whole thing like right after that the the deal is ken's got a win daytona or he doesn't yeah. go to Le Mans. Which is also 24 hours? Like, that confused me, too. That did confuse me. Like, <laughs> I, I guess there was a... See, now, and Daytona could mean a lot of things. That's true. Because we know Daytona mostly as a NASCAR race, yeah. but there's probably several different other types of things. That well, and, I, and that... And yeah, that's right, because that wasn't the NASCAR, because they even make a comment, like, how are they going so fast? Like, oh, they hired a NASCAR crew. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I, making me think that wasn't a NASCAR event. Right. Because they were surprised. It's just at Daytona, yeah. probably at their race racetrack but um but uh the i this is one of the parts of the movie that i'm i'm pretty sure probably didn't happen yeah yeah you yeah. know when every time a movie puts the stakes to that level mm-hmm. you're just like i i'd probably not but i'll i'll look into it yeah. later uh but yeah he's got ken's gotta win daytona or else he doesn't go to lamont and uh shelby loses his car dealership yes or, or, or i mean he doesn't lose it but yeah. ford owns him, yeah ford basically. owns it at this point and uh and so like there's the, the the Daytona race is basically where it comes down to that last lap and like the the car is <laughs> yeah, the yeah. car isn't supposed to go the speed that it goes but it, I I feel it and I feel this car yeah. can go this fast and you know and then he pushes it and he's able to to get yeah, across yeah, yeah. The, the finish line yeah but. yeah. Yeah, because they make a whole thing. Uh, the the uh, the Leo character actually, he's telling news reporters or whatever that they're not going to go above six hundred RPM, six thousand or six thousand. Yeah, got if they didn't go over <laughs> six hundred, that'd be a really boring race. Yeah, uh, six thousand, and then uh, and then there's that whole part where uh, you know uh, Shelby goes out, holds up the sign, and is like you know push it or whatever yeah. he says. And then the guys by Leo, like, I thought we weren't going over 6,000. He's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, reactions of that Bale has in as the car, dri- as the driver, are all great, too. Uh-huh. Like, there's points in there where, you know, it's there's there's real, like, oh, my God type stuff where he's got to avoid some things. But he's 
mostly cool about everything that's happening. He's he knows that any there's chaos in front of him, but he's like he's like but most of the time it's just like oh oh my mm-hmm. oh my or so, you know stuff like that or yeah, just yeah, like yeah. just very understated kind of reactions and mostly his his uh, there's really not an over the top reaction but most of the time when he's like happy or whatever he's yeah. just he's just kind of you can just kind of see that that thrill exactly that thrill of him driving and i think a lot of this is the writing and i, I mean a ton of it's bail because bail is obviously one of our best actors working today but um i think a lot of it's the writing too because and i think the relationship with him and his wife works so well is because it makes him more like if it makes him feel more like a real person like he's not just like he is this over the top person like you know when he gets angry and he throws wrenches at matt damon and mm-hmm. stuff like that but then like when he's with his wife by himself he says i can't get out of my own way i mean mm-hmm. he admits to that mm-hmm. you know like he he admits his faults where like i he, i can't keep going back to this that most movies but i don't know that we would get that scene you know where he's just being very honest about you know i'm 45 i can't get out of my own damn way i'm just i, I this is just over like yeah. i can't do this anymore you know um I uh I do one um I do another part of the movie that now I'm going to go ahead and say the movie decides to ten cup sort of its ending yes. like sporting thing it does uh I don't know if this is how it happened I do know looking at some research that Ford did have a a a, a race in Le Mans where their three cars finished top three okay not sure if it was this one because Miles. Yeah. Miles is shown on uh, Wikipedia as having competed in Le Mans in 1955. Mm-hmm. He finished like 98th or something, but then he has two first place finishes. Okay. And the one in this movie, uh, Leo and everybody wants it to be where he's so far ahead. They want him to slow down so that the other two cars can catch up yeah. and they can go across the finish line at the same time. And, uh, so that's, it. so it looks like he's going to defy those, uh, orders. Yeah. And he's looks in his rear view and he's like, you know what? I've never done the right thing in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my chance to do the right thing. I can keep my job. You know, Carol can keep his. Yeah, I think he's definitely thinking about Carol in that scenario. And yeah. uh, and so he 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 decides, all right, I'm going to let these two cars catch up to me. And he does. And then they cross the finish line together. And then because of some technicality that the other car drove farther. Yeah. Because that's where they started. Because uh, the, the beginning of Le Mans is everybody runs to their car. Mm-hmm. And then they have to drive across the starting yeah. line. So apparently that dude's car was a little bit farther. So when they went across the line at the same <laughs> time, he drove a little bit farther. And so yeah, therefore yeah, yeah. He, he gets the win. Uh, I don't know if that – I don't think that happened because if he's showing up as first place yeah. on this one uh, – Well, yeah, I don't think that happened. And also, I was confused because I was sitting there thinking, like, I mean, in races, like, photo finishes where the one car is a little bit farther ahead than the other one. I would think you would have that in this scenario because I don't know how all three of them – could just show yeah. up, you know, at the you, same thing. You, you can't pull out a ruler and be yeah. like, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so that's one of those things that's uh, – I, I do like these kind of endings because because we always seem to focus on the being the best in all these sports movies yeah. and everything. And uh, I, I, that's why I enjoy movies like Rocky and Tin Cup. That Bad have, News Bears. Bad News Bears, yeah. where the, the winning the championship's not the main thing. It's 
sort of the you know the cliche yeah. what what we learned along the way type of bullshit but uh but everybody knows everybody everybody around you knows you're great and you're awesome mm -hmm. you don't need a championship to prove that well yeah and there's because there's that great moment also with his wife where she's watching the tv and the son's freaking out because she's like he's like why is he slowing down mm -hmm. and then his wife realizes what he's doing and then she's like no no it's okay and then she's like good for you yeah. you know and it's you know just a it's a beautiful little uh, it could be a little cheesy to some people, maybe, but I don't know. It worked yeah, for me. No, it worked for me, too. I think, I think again, we get back to other movies. I think yeah. in another movie, that same scene, the way they shoot it, the way they've set it up, yeah. doesn't work as well. But this one, it does. You know, I read that, uh, I don't know, you might have read this, too, but apparently they've been trying to make this for a few years. Mm -hmm. And originally, there was a, there was an ad, there was a possibility it was going to be uh, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. And Joseph Kaczynski, I think, was going to direct okay. it, which I assume this was around that time Cruz did the movie with Kaczynski, the sci-fi movie, which all of a sudden I can't think of the name of it. Oblivion. Yeah, it was. The, it was I assume that's what it was. So that almost kind of makes me think this would have been a director that Cruz would have had some control over. I, I, I feel like that would have been a very different movie. So I think I'm pretty glad we got the one we did. Yeah, it's hard not to watch this and think of stuff like Days of Thunder, which yeah, is a yeah. lesser movie. You know, Th that's a great example of a lesser version of. I this. mean, it, D Days of Thunder is, of course, fun. Exactly, very entertaining. Yeah, uh, but uh, but you know, it's it's a very Bruckheimer, Tony Scott, you know, very just uh, insane. It's an action movie. Yeah, it's very it's testosterone and just very surface level and just rah rah, you mm -hmm. know, for the man. And so all like, that. it's it's good that these things fall this way sometimes because crews in the same in this movie. Yeah, it, it, you would not be able to get that Days of Thunder out of your head. Probably. Yeah, I, I, well, and I I don't know that Cruz would have let his character finish the way Bale's character probably does. not. I, I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. Could, like, yeah, who yeah, knows. No. But uh, I just think that would have been a very different movie. So I just thought that was interesting. And I, Pitt would have been the Damon. I I, I mean, would have been Carol. Shelley? I mean, or, or and I guess it could have been reversed. I don't know because because I don't know enough about it. They just mentioned that was something that they were trying to get done. Yeah. Um. And then it, and then it just didn't work out. And then obviously it fell through a few different hands. And then we eventually came up on this. And then of course, if you had the cruise pit thing, then you'd have parts where you know Brad Pitt is eating rats to stay alive. <laughs> And he was, he'd be interviewed by Christian Slater. <laughs> Probably. There would be. Yeah. That, that exact yeah. thing would happen. Kirst, Kirsten Dunst would show up. Kirsten Dunst. Well, she would be eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be weird. Um, Interview with Ford and Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that would have been an interesting movie. I didn't mean to get us off track there, but, uh, but no, but I was just, that, that seemed to me like, I think we got the best version of this movie we were going to get. And I'm just, I'm glad it, you know, it's nice when things like this work out, you know? Yeah. Because this is the kind of thing where people talk about, like, a movie just being fun. Like, well, this is what I want when I hear that. Mm -hmm. You know, because you can, a movie can be just fun, but also have, like, all this, like, texture to it. And mm -hmm. all, you know, all this, you know, you know, meat to it. Hearsay. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is just, this is so good. Um, and we, I mean, we won't, we've touched on Le Mans, but the way that Mangold and the cinematographer, uh, uh, you know, just the way that was shot uh, was really interesting because, you know, it's just an eight, uh, uh, Shelby says at one point, it's an eight stretch, it's an eight, eight, and mile, a half mile. eight and a half mile stretch of road, and they're just going over it and over it for 24 hours. Uh, so that, you know, that, that would be a hard thing to, from a film standpoint, how are you going to make that interesting? 
and and they and they pull it off. And there are a lot of this is something that I, we should have brought up, but uh, there are a lot of like these low angle shots yeah. that really get you down into those racing yeah. and everything. It doesn't it doesn't overdo them or anything, but um uh i think it the racing really gets you in there the sound is really good in this yeah. um uh but uh but yeah um that i i do i do love the way he filmed all that stuff absolutely all that all that stuff yeah Milan. and i think i think this is where the lucas character starts bothering me a little bit because and i do get like they do the scenes where matt damon steals the 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 stopwatch and they do the thing where he drops the screws and i get that they kind of have to have some things thrown in so we're not just watching cars, you know, mm -hmm. racing. But that's where I felt like this is where the Lucas stuff felt a little contrived. Like they're still like going at it mm -hmm. even during the race when Ford is about to win. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you would think everybody would just be at that point would just be fucking happy. Yeah, that they'd have the top and, three cars. And yeah. that's all you need to know. <laughs> but the, but they still have to make the Lucas character like be a villain. Yeah. Even though, like I said, you've got Ferrari as the antagonist. And I mean, that's all the movie really needs. But you're right. People like the Lucas character 100% exist in corporate America. Oh, it's no doubt. So it's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we really, really loved this. What do you think about this movie? <laughs> uh, go to Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. Uh, we have CinemaSins Twitter, mm -hmm. Music Video Sins Twitter. Uh, we're on Reddit. We're on uh, SoundCloud. We're on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, uh, come to Facebook and private message me, and I can give you a link. Or you can go to Reddit, and there's one on the right side of the page. Awesome. Uh, and Jonathan? Uh, yeah, you can reach me at SamLumis13 on Twitter, and I'm also, every week, you can hear me on the Behind the Sins podcast with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this mini-pod of uh, Ford v. Ferrari. We'll, uh, it's Chris Atkinson, Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. This, I saw this mostly when i went to that spider-man 3 premiere mm -hmm. they invited just about everybody in the the area to yeah. come out and and uh help out with it so like for a whole week i was hearing like you know people were like cleaning things mm -hmm. and making sure everything looked all neat and everything and when i got there i, I got there on I, the only time i was there was the morning of and i helped clean some things but then you get all these district managers who come in mm -hmm. And they're all like, I see this little like uh, spot over here yeah. by this that nobody's going to see ever except him because they want he wants to have this yeah. idea that he's got some job that, you know, and uh, they always have these ideas like, yeah, if we could do this, it'll, oh, it'll be the perfect premiere. And you're just like, God damn it, man. Fuck just you. leave stuff alone. Yeah. yeah. It almost feels like it's more like you've got to have something to say, even mm -hmm. though you don't necessarily uh, right. like you just feel like that's if you don't say something, then. You're, you know, you're going to get screwed. Well, somehow. and meanwhile, <laughs> I remember I remember the, the screen that Sam Raimi and Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire and all of them were yeah. in the screen that they watched that in. Like you guys sat here and cleaned all this bullshit all over yeah. the place that none of these people are going to care about. Yeah. 
and the screen has these splotches on it. <laughs> and why didn't you like order a whole new screen or clean yeah. the and screen? You know, and you know Sam Raimi probably noticed that. Oh, he guaranteed <laughs> he saw he noticed that. You can't be a person in his position and not notice that. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys wanted me to you guys wanted me to move a butter machine because it looked <laughs> ugly, but 